Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Episode 8. Welcome to Episode 8 of the Dingus and Dongus debacle. Yeah. This time we went with Storm mm-hmm. from Marvel, as you should know. A uh, little solo series, number 1 through 11, released back in 2014, and written by Greg Peck. And yep. then a bunch of different artists throughout right. different issues. And Greg Peck, uh, you should probably know him from Planet Hulk, World War Hulk. Yeah. He's a, he's a fantastic writer. I agree, yeah. With, uh, with the uh, Storm solo series, there really isn't like a... A big overarching storyline. It's more like little character studies. Yeah, it, that's true. Well, the first thing that drew me in was her character design. Mm. I fucking love it. Yeah, like she's got the cool mohawk shaved head thing going right. on, and the little flowy outfit. Right, which is neat. I like it. Now, on the topic of the mohawk, here's my question: Does she? use hair products or does she just manipulate the weather it's just static electricity that's what it is she just wakes up shocks her head a little bit and it's a mohawk (laughs) i just i don't know the character design's great and i've always like it's really a toss-up i think who my favorite x-men is yeah and it's usually going to be storm nightcrawler or sometimes gambit yeah so, of course, I wanted to read a Storm story. Yeah, and it's, it's really well written. Like, each, each issue um, is, like, its own little episode. Well, except for a few in the middle. Right. There's, like, a mini, mini arc. Right. What I thought was really cool and refreshing is instead of the typical, holy shit, there's a big bad guy destroying the world, how do I stop it? Right. This is Storm, at least for the first couple issues, kind of going around... And helping random groups of people, like mm-hmm. everyday citizens, with their issues. Right. For example, going to Kenya and figuring out how to give them water so that they can grow crops. Right. And a lot of it is framed as, like, I don't know what happened exactly before the uh, the series got started, but a lot of it is kind of framed as, like, she's rediscovering who she is. Yes, absolutely. Which is really cool because... Like, it also lends to that whole, like, character study aspect of uh, this solo series. Yep. And uh, it it was great, because I had read the first couple issues years back, mm-hmm. and never got around to finishing it until now. And as you're well aware, several months back, I went and read a lot of late 80s, early 90s Claremont uh, X-Men. Right. Because I was wanting to read some Gambit stuff. Mm-hmm. And that I read so much, and a lot of it was shit, and I didn't get much gambit at all. <laughs> but like the second or third to last issue of this had gambit, right? And it was the fucking story that I wanted, which was a heist, basically. Right. And it was Storm and Gambit doing heisty, thiefy shit. Yeah, and it was amazing, and I want more of that. It was just one issue, so right. I think if I went to see what. If Gambit had a solo series around that time, maybe I'd get more of that. I don't know if there is. I, I know they did a ro- 
Rogan Gambit series. I don't want that. <laughs> That's probably a love story or something. Yeah. I don't want that. Yeah, I think it's called like Mr. and Mrs. X or something. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just was really excited. So I hadn't read it before. And that's what I was looking for months back when I read a shit ton of boring X-Men comics. Yeah. And then I got it in this solo Storm series in one issue. And I was very excited about it. Yeah, it's fun. Um, I think uh, one, one I guess, nitpicky thing I had was um, Greg Pak seemed to play a little fast and loose with controlling weather. Oh, yeah. Because, <laughs> like... <laughs> Like, I remember one one part is like, oh, I'm just going to control the solar winds. And from my understanding, solar winds aren't really wind, right? Right. In, in the sense that we would consider wind on Earth. Right. And then there's another part where she says, you know, she'll control the, the, uh, the very something. But it turns out she's t- controlling the Earth's magnetic field. Or manipulating it, so right. now she's just Magneto? <laughs> I guess. But yeah, like, uh, were you talking about with the solar flare or solar winds when she basically busts a hole in the ozone? Yeah. To save, what was it, San Francisco, I think, yeah. from a tidal wave? Yeah. And that got me, especially not because of what you said, but because if you're going to essentially evaporate a big-ass tidal wave... Mm-hmm. Would the steam not then burn everyone on the Golden Gate Bridge? Right. And, and just the the cosmic, like, rays that aren't being deflected. <laughs> like, she just created a giant microwave of it. Yes. In San Francisco. <laughs> I didn't even think about the rays fucking people yeah. up. I was like, well, steam pipes bust. You would burn your face off. Yeah. Why isn't that happening to these people on the bridge? But yeah, also solar radiation. Right. Like, <laughs> right. But it's it's one of those things that you, you just kind of, nah, that's fine. Yeah. It's, it's whatever. It's, it's it, it was cool. Yeah, it was. Yeah. And I thought a lot of things in this were cool. When I was reading it, I was kind of hoping, like, it would eventually build to something. But then at the very end of it, it was like, oh, prepare for Secret War. And I was like, oh, okay. Right. Well, so this really isn't going to go any anywhere else. That I didn't know that it ended at Secret War until we finished, yeah. or I finished reading it. So I can I kind of understand. They're like, well, we need to push Storm out and make some money for a year right. before Secret War comes around, so here you go. Which, like, I think what... Well, I mean, with, with a lot of major events, it, it kind of ends up being a disservice to, like, ancillary books. To where they, they can't really build anything because they there's this one right. big thing right. that they know is going to happen. So it's more of like kind of tread water for a bit. And that's exactly what this book, this series was. Yeah. Like it started out, basically every issue was its solo episodic adventure. Right. Then there was the mini arc in the middle where she was dealing with the gangs. Right. And then the death of Wolverine, which led into the little gang... Uh, yeah, right. And then after that, it was back to the episodic stuff, kind of. Right. So, I don't know. I thought it was well done for mm-hmm. something that was meant to be short-lived. Right, right. For something that's, like, kind of a placeholder. Yeah. Just something to put out. Yep. And if you like Storm, like I do, it was just a fun little read. Yeah. Of um, no real continuity importance, I feel. Not really. Yeah. 
I, I do like the the uh what cause cause fucking Wolverine died for however many times this this would be. <laughs> yes. And and I found myself thinking like, okay, so which one of these times was like Right. Which, which one? one was it? Right. And 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 they dropped the hand that is like but then again, I, I I don't know. I'm confused. Like I could have sworn he lost his healing like several times. So which one? Yeah, I have no clue. I'm not. We're we're clearly not Marvel aficionados. Yeah. Even though we've read a bunch of stuff. Mm-hmm. Like, but at the same time, it's so hard to keep like all that shit in your head. And that's Anyways. what happens with them, Marvel and DC specifically. Like, right. It gets convoluted. Right. People die over and over again, and you forget which. Which one's which? Well, this was uh, part of their uh, 2010s, I'll say. Right. And they being Marvel, their their reboot efforts. Because right. it, it was the Marvel Now thing, yeah. which doesn't make any difference to me. I have, no. like, I read the Punisher Marvel Now reboot, but as far as continuity, I usually just push everything out of my mind if it's a new series. Right. Anyway. Right. Um, so, like, kill Wolverine for good. <laughs> is he dead now? No, nope. or is he he's alive? Back. He's back. Yeah. He's back. Just kill his ass yeah. for good. I, 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 um, yeah, he's definitely back. But the the circumstances surrounding him being back is like really weird and lots of fake outs. Oh, okay. Like apparently, one version was Loki pretending to be Wolverine. Oh, so like bullshit retcon stuff, basically. Well, no, it's. Sort of. I mean, it's like there's sightings of Wolverine, but it's actually Loki pretending to be Wolverine. But then Wolverine actually is that and beats up Loki Wolverine. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's weird. <laughs> and then and then there's Old Man Phoenix Wolverine. Oh, okay. That one's pretty cool. <laughs> but yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's comics. Well, even in this book, um, I forget the character's name. I think it was the lady in the wheelchair with the gangs, uh, Yukio. Oh yeah, or... y- y- yeah. Something. Yeah. I'm going to call her Yu-Gi-Oh now. Yu-Gi-Oh. Yes. <laughs> but she even says, like, Wolverine's not dead. Quit bullshitting me. Right. He's like, he's been hacked apart. He's been melted. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And in my head, it's like, yeah, he's not dead. And he's not dead, apparently. <laughs> no, he's he's just never dead. He, you, you just... You oh, wait. Okay. Actually, with, with the new X-Men that Hickman's doing, really, you can't kill mutants anymore. Oh. They have a cloning lab. Oh. And they download memories. Oh, well, that explains everything. Yeah. They, they made it very easy for people to <laughs> die and come back. Got it. And have it be logical. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Well, hopefully, well, has Storm ever died? Um, I don't recall her dying. I don't know. Let's hope she doesn't die. Yeah. Who's your favorite X-Men? Or do you have one? Um, I have some assumptions, but I want to hear what you say. Wolverine is awesome. Uh, but I also really like Ileana and Kitty Pride. Oh, I was completely wrong on everything. <laughs> <laughs> I just assumed you'd like Beast. Beast? Yeah. I mean, there you could. It's hard to dislike Beast. Yeah, he's he's just a nice dude, and he's the blue monkey. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. Ileana with her magic is really cool, and Kitty Pride. I guess what really sold me on Kitty Pride. Like, really, really, at least recently, is uh, the new run of Marauders where she's a pirate. Oh. Yeah. That sounds fun. Yeah. She leads <laughs> a team of pirates, which Storm and Iceman 
team. Nice. Yeah, and they go around. Uh, uh, that just sounds they, great. Yeah, they go around smuggling drugs and uh, freeing uh, captive mutants. That sounds fantastic. It's, Amazing. I need to read it. Like, yeah. Everyone, read that instead of Storm. Right, right. <laughs> Go pick up uh, the, the current run of Marauders because it's fucking amazing. I'm just picturing those characters on the high seas. Yeah. Like, it just makes perfect and, sense in my head. And the uh, how it starts is they, they hijack a yacht. <laughs> perfect. Yeah, it's just some, some random yacht uh, that, that they stole. It's Bezos' nut. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I said not. <laughs> it's it's great. I'm I'm really happy with how uh, where uh, X Men is going right now. I'm not. Well, I generally am not a fan mostly of team books. I think I've mentioned it yeah. before. And there's not much X Men I've enjoyed. Enjoyed. Yeah. So that's part of the reason I wanted the solo series because it's not a team book. Right. It's a character. Right. And one that I love. So I would um. I would recommend uh, checking out uh, the Magneto series that came out around the same time. I I had started the first couple issues of that yeah. years back. Also, okay. yeah. I was doing it at the same time, okay. and I just fell off. Yeah, that one's really cool. It's it's and Magneto just kind of a fun character, anyways. Yeah. But um, we got anything else for this uh, with this book? I don't think so. Art was good. Yeah. Like, at least, especially character design for me. Right. So I liked it. Hell yeah. Go get Storm and Marauders. <laughs> Go get Marauders. <laughs> it fucking rules. Um, okay, so the album we did this time is uh, Vader, Solitude and Madness, which is a very apt name for our album to come out in this time. It, yes, in 2020. Yeah. Solitude and Madness is a great title. Yeah. I wonder if like they had something else and then realized, oh, wait, we, can, we should change it. This, <laughs> what if they were the people that released coronavirus just to boost just sales? Just to boost albums, <laughs> god damn it, Vader. <laughs> this was, yeah, this year out on Nuclear Blast, mm -hmm. which is one of those mega labels. Mm -hmm. so, well, as far as metal goes, right? And it's a short album, it's like 29 minutes, yeah, it's give or take. It's short and punches you in the nuts with riffs, yep. Because it's, it's Vader. Yeah. <laughs> and it's Vader uh, leaning a little more heavily into uh, their thrash influences. Yep, yep absolutely. Because there's so many thrashy beats and uh, riffs just throughout the album. I particularly liked, um, what's the album, Bones or something? I think it's the last song on the album, yeah. actually. It's just... I Okay, so years ago, Bo from mm -hmm. Withered had talked about Sybaritic mm -hmm. and their riffs being tough. Yeah. Like, those are some tough fucking riffs. And he meant it in a good way. They yeah. sound really tough. To me, this song Bones had some tough fucking riffs in it. Yeah. And it was amazing. Yeah. <laughs> it was so good. Everything on the album is just fucking fast, vicious, and just violent yes. sounding. And um, I don't know shit about drums, but in that song also they do the little splash mm -hmm. like repetitive splash that i fall yeah. in love with so it was like tough riffs with that splash equals happy cody <laughs> and it's the last song of the album so it's like oh this is great it's pummeling and then mm -hmm. i get a 
happy treat at the end that elevates everything already experienced. <laughs> Hell yeah. Yeah, I'm like, and yes, like I already mentioned, album is short, but I really like that these days, especially like, with I, that type of album. Yeah, like something super concentrated. Yep. I, I mean, I guess part of the problem is me, um, not having attention span a bit anymore as I gotten older. Like, hour, hour and a half long albums, hard for me to sit through. Yeah, and it has to be worth it. Yeah. You know, like there's a lot of those that just have filler. Right. I, like an hour and a half of this, while it would be amazing, it would be monotonous. Right, right, right. It would be too much. Mm. This is uh, just the right amount. I feel, as of right now, it's probably in my top five of the year. I can't put it in a top year, because I don't pay that close enough attention to release date when I listen to shit. Yeah. So I have to go back and be like, oh, this was 2020. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, I mean, it's really good. So yeah. it would be up there. It's fucking solid. If you like Vader, you'll love this because it's Vader being Vader. The vocals are, while they're the kind of, they're Vader vocals, obviously. Mm-hmm. But it also sounds like maybe he had just a little bit of milk before doing it. <laughs> like, if you sit and listen, it has the, a, a, just a hint of flimmy vocals, too. <laughs> And it's great. Maybe he has Corona. Yep. And that's why, yep, that's it. Yep. It was Corona. (laughs) It's a Corona-fueled album. (laughs) Uh, Speaking of vocals, like, they seem to be doing more uh, with um, backup vocals. That that didn't used to be, like, as prevalent in, in their music. And I think it's a nice addition. Yeah, I don't really recall that being a major part. Yeah. Yeah. I hadn't considered it, and now I'm thinking, and I don't remember it. Granted, like, I'm most familiar with kind of like um, uh, mid-era Vader. Gotcha. Like Litany, um, Revelation, that period. Gotcha. Um I think they they might have started introduce like like I know I know on um, Revelation there's like guest vocals and stuff, but still mostly uh, Peter who who does the vocals. But um, I think on Necropolis or a couple of the other later ones, they did uh, have backup vocals a little more, but not to the degree that it, it is present on this album. Gotcha. Yeah. That's, I think it's a cool addition. (laughs) 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 That makes it easy to cut if I just don't talk. (laughs) Well, this just ruined it. (laughs) Well, I can still cut it after this, too. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> Thank you for spitting on me. <laughs> it, it's okay. It's alcohol, so it's uh, sterile. Yep. That, yep. Yep. <laughs> you got tested. You're fine yeah. from the Rona. Exactly. Is there anything else about the album? Like it? It's great, right? It's fucking fantastic. Go buy it. Yep. We're, we're done. <laughs> <laughs> Dingus and Dongus. Hey, Michael.
it is not doing the thing. Stop. It doesn't want to end. It doesn't. <laughs> is it because it's wet? I think it might be. What the hell? I don't know how to. <laughs> <laughs> I, I hope it doesn't uh, just stop. 